0: In the town of Dwarlof, this dwarven community thrived. Mines diving deep into the Torlo Mountains brought not only gems and precious stones, but also Calandria's biggest export, dark iron. The sister but larger mining town of Lorthok, which is only a day's journey south, also saw this thriving time. Just a little lower in elevation and en route to the capital city of Tanatha, Lorthok was double the size of Dwarlof. The town worked independently and was not simply a mining town. Lorthok was also the home of a monastery dedicated to the Guardian Hanet. The monks of this monastery constructed a large temple, which acted as a place for the miners to be blessed by the priest and clergy of the temple. These weekly blessings were how the miners heading deep into the dark depths of the Torlo Mountains kept track of time. But soon this prosperous time would come to an end, as a veil of darkness swept across Asis, leaving the town of Dwarlof trapped at the peak of a mountain. Finch, Wyla, Ufgar, Little Clem, and Gert. The five of you head south out of the town of Dwarlof. After some prep in town, getting what traveling gear you may feel you need packed up, you wrap yourself up in some warm clothing and begin your journey. Those of you who have seen the town of Lorthok in the past haven't seen it for years. It's a journey none of you have felt was necessary after the cataclysmic darkness enveloped the land down the slopes but Finch has promised that this journey and this potential orb may get rid of the darkness. So you have decided to escort him to this temple of Anu. The journey to this temple will be a skill challenge. Give me initiatives. As you get about a half mile south of Dwarlof, the mostly flat mountain peak starts to head down in elevation. The path itself is dangerous as it is covered in ice. First up is Finch. How will you help yourself or others down this icy slope? You will need two successes. The DC is 15.
1: I'm gonna go with my perception, and I'm just gonna see how icy things are getting. Maybe pull out a little pocket sand and throw it down and give us a little bit of grit. Follow my steps.
0: Okay. Maybe this pocket sand is from uh, the desert. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so go ahead and give me a perception roll. 17. 17 is a success.
1: All right, guys, trying to follow my step. Watch out, it's getting pretty icy. Uh, I don't want anybody falling and sliding down.
0: And after Finch, we move on to Little Clem. A little Clem. Little little, little little, or Little? Little. Little.
2: <laughs> little, little Clem. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I guess practice those voices as we go through these rounds here.
2: Uh, all right, uh, little little Why <laughs> <laughs> Does that sound wrong? Uh, is going to use his animal handling. <laughs>
3: okay.
2: uh, to to give Big Crush uh, a pep talk because he's a little hesitant, loose legged on the ice. Gonna give Big Crush a, a big pep talk to uh, help assist him across this this icy path.
0: All right, go ahead and give me that animal handling check.
2: That's uh, a 24.
0: 24 is a success.
2: Okay, Big Crush. Be careful and follow me and follow him. And I mean Mug Finch as he's in front of me. <laughs> I want you to like me so bad. It's <laughs> never going to happen again. <laughs> Unless you do something slightly nice to me, then I'll probably love you. <laughs>
0: You continue on without trouble, now trekking from mountain peak to mountain peak with the bridges. But this next bridge poses a problem. As you look across the bridge, you see there are several wooden planks that are missing, and the rope itself looks a little aged. You will need three successes to get across this bridge. The DC is 15 again, and we are on to Gert. Gert has has traveled these bridges before?
4: It's been a long time, but yes. Okay, so uh, Gert is aware of the dangers of this bridge, so uh, I'm going to use my survival to stabilize and and just try to search his memory banks for whatever physical condition he was in the last time he did this, because he is a shell of whoever that was (laughs) now. (laughs) So he's going to have to dig deep into his survival and just, okay, Gert, swallow it down. Swallow it all down. Don't let the tears flow. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be an 11.
0: 11. That is a failure, unfortunately. (laughs) And as Gert starts to cross the bridge, moving from plank to plank, one of them snaps underneath him, and he holds on for dear life to the rope. He basically hugs it. gets almost entangled in what strands of rope are still kind of hanging. He's going to have to work his way across in a different way, which will lead us to... Ufgar.
5: Ah, dirt, no! And I'll uh, use my athletics
0: to try to lift him back up. Okay. 24. That is a success. So, Ufgar, you uh, help him up and you start guiding him across and you all take one step at a time and get across t- together. And then we move on to Wyla.
6: Oh, oh, oh. get behind me. Let, let me see if I can make this path a little more sturdy. And then I'm going to, using both hands on each side of the rope, I'm going to cast Mending as I slowly walk across, leading the way. All right,
0: so go ahead and give me a spell attack.
6: That is a 19.
0: 19 is a success. So as you walk across, taking your turn, you mend the rope and you get it real sturdy and make it across the other side, which will then lead us to roll Initiatives again as everyone has taken their turn. Up first, we have Little Clem again. And this time, Little Clem, what will you be doing to help you and Bench across the bridge? <laughs> you only need one more success. Here's your opportunity, <laughs> whatever you want it, one.
2: So despite being a dwarf who lives on top of a mountain, Little Clem is uh, deathly afraid of heights and still does not trust this rope bridge that has been fixed by Wyla. So I'm gonna use my persuasion to look over at Finch, uh, me and mugging him once again. After you,
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then I'm just gonna like follow directly in his footsteps. Hopefully, if he goes before me.
0: Okay. Let's 15. Defender wins, and you're the defender in a skill challenge. Watch your step, <laughs> human. Okay,
1: okay, I'll go.
0: And with that, the two of you cross the bridge, and everyone is now across. The path now leads to a narrow cliff face. There is just enough space for each of your feet to fit on with heels or toes on the cliffside wall. The rock face is mostly smooth. Not a lot of grip. You will each need to succeed in order to get across. The initiative order is whoever wants to go first. Feel free to discuss the order and how you wish to cross. A failure will result in a dexterity save. A failure on that dexterity save will result in a fall down the mountain. The DC to cross is again fifteen. Feel free to plan as needed.
4: Did you see what happened on the bridge? This is my punishment. <laughs> I don't deserve to go back to the site of my wedding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's nonsense, Gert. I'll never make it. Listen, we're all gonna make it, and I'm gonna make sure of it. I've got, I've got some rope here. You don't even know where you're going. I know that I at least need to get around this bend and that we all need to. And we have to go one at a time. If I go first with one end of the rope, maybe I can tie it to something on the other side. And you can tie the other end to something on this side. And then there's something to grip onto. It could give us a little advantage.
6: Okay. Can we see the other side?
0: Sure. We'll say it's like 40 feet away.
6: Okay. Well, I, I could um, teleport one of us uh,
2: across with me. Ooh, teleport, big crush, because he's not gonna
1: make it. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have thumbs to hold onto the rope. I can do that. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna go ahead and put my mini mining mitt on. Okay. And I'm gonna go ahead and just basically cover one end of the rope in rock over here. Instead of worrying about tying a knot, it's just gonna be a part of the earth now. It ain't coming out. Okay, sure, I'll take that. And then I'm gonna kind of have the other uh, end of it kind of wrapped around my shoulder. I'll start slowly making my way. Okay. Are you going first,
0: Wyla, with Big Crush, or do you want Finch to go first?
6: I can. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah,
0: it really doesn't matter. All right. So, Wyla, you uh, go ahead and give me a spell attack for this dimension door with Big Crush. 24. All right. So you successfully get across and safely bring Big Crush with you.
6: I'm going to wave from the other side. Hi. Come on, guys. <sighs>
1: I'm going to put my back up against the wall, and I think I'm even going to look down, and I'm going to slowly watch my feet and toes the whole way as I inch myself across.
0: And what skill are you using for this?
1: I'll use stealth to uh, keep my feet light. All right.
0: 24. 24 is a success. So, Finch, you get across with the rope.
1: And once I do, I'm going to do the same thing that I did on the other side. I'm going to use my mini mining mitt and just attach it into the earth
0: and just leave it there. All right. So now y'all have a secure rope
1: along with the ledge.
0: Will that give any sort of
1: advantage or anything, or is it just there?
0: I'm just gonna say it gives them advantage on the dexterity save if they fail their skill. Okay.
4: What does it matter if I fall? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll go next. Gert needs some alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I think he's needs Jones
2: and
4: fun story, Gert brought some alcohol <laughs> <laughs> for when we get there. But uh okay, I, I guess I'll use my insight to look into my soul and forgive myself for
1: still <laughs> that inner strength
4: <laughs> yeah i am somebody i am somebody 25
0: with this morale boost you get yourself across
4: i am somebody <laughs> uncle efgar do me a favor hold my hands
2: o- okay and bow your head o- okay and uh i'm going to uh be using my religion Uh, dearest, uh, Annette, I know we don't talk a lot, (laughs) but events over the past few days are leading me to want to speak to you now. Please help (laughs) me get across this ledge so that I can be with Big Crush once again. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) That was a lovely
4: prayer. Ah, thanks. I like how they say they don't say good night like it's the end of a prayer. is the good night like literally <laughs> I'm going to sleep now.
2: And then I'm going to proceed. <laughs> All right. Give me that religion roll. That uh, was a good prayer. <laughs> Annette has answered. That's a 20. All right.
0: Using the rope that is secure and nuts inner strength, you uh, get yourself across this cliffside and to the other side where Big Crush is. And I embrace him immediately. <laughs> has anyone
2: used uh, history yet? Mm-mm. All right. <laughs> so I'm
5: going to use uh, my history, being a grizzled old dwarf that has traversed these mountains for years and years, to recall the knowledge of other cliff faces like this <laughs> and <laughs> how to traverse them without right. falling.
0: I'll take that.
2: <laughs> We're getting low on skills here. <laughs> so
0: that's a 10. 10. All right. You have slipped and you're falling. This history check did not. Succeed for you, please give me a dexterity save with advantage because of the rope. Woo!
2: Of mm. course, grab oh, on! Oh no! Yeah, you're no—you ain't very dexterous, I don't think.
7: Flat roll! <laughs> oh god!
0: <laughs> Seventeen. All right, you've gotten across, and that really would have been the death of of
1: <laughs> <laughs> Then Clem really would have hated me. You said we on <laughs> <mean. laughs> I would have pushed you off immediately. <laughs> So Ufgar,
0: you save yourself with the rope, leaning against the rope and uh, your feet on the cliff side. You just kind of push yourself easily across at this point now that you can trust the rope and you get to the other side. Nighttime finally comes and it's time to make camp. What will each of you do to give yourselves a successful long rest? You need three successes. You will receive exhaustion levels based on how many failures over two if you do not succeed. The DC to rest is again 15. Feel free to plan as needed.
6: I have a lemon hunt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give advantage to that. Then. That'll give advantage to everyone for that. We're not doing initiative again. We're just going to yeah, order. Yeah, you can do it as, as needed. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and claim mine.
2: Uh, You you see uh, Little little Clem get off of Big Crush and say, All right, boy, find us a good spot. And uh, he begins to sniff around, and Little Clem also begins to sniff around, mimicking Big Crush. (laughs) Uh, And I'm going to be using my investigation to find a suitable uh, spot to camp. Okay. Did you say we get advantage because of the hut? Yeah, I'll say
0: you get advantage because of the hut. The hut will go across
2: everyone. I rolled a four and a three, so I get a seven. I think here is good, and he's just like leaning over the edge of the cliff. (laughs) (laughs) This looks like a great spot, and I mean Mug Finch again.
0: Oh, you want to give me a spell attack for your little lemon hut? Sure. That's a 12. So you put that hut right where little Clem is (laughs) suggesting. Hanging off a little bit. And there's just not a lot of surface
1: room in that that little lemon hut. (laughs)
0: I can just picture Finch, like, what am I dealing with? I'm
1: stressing out a little bit, but I also know that I've got to be on the team.
0: Uh, So if there's another failure, there will be an exhaustion level from this rest. All right, so I'm going to rush over, and I'm going to say,
5: oh, I've got something that'll that'll keep us safe. And I'm going to cast Guardian of Faith,
0: It lasts for eight
5: hours. Basically, uh, spectral guardian appears and hovers for the duration in an unoccupied space of your choice that you can see within range.
0: So you're basically using this as a someone to guard over the area while yeah. you sleep. Okay. So go ahead and give me the spell attack. Thanks for the hut. That's <laughs> uh, 26. All right. 26 is a success. You'll all see the spectral being that starts to just kind of patrol
4: the mountain camp area. Gert is going to use his sleight of hand and just to lay on the ground and place his head on his hands like a pillow or whatever, and try his best to go to sleep because it is so hard for him to sleep when he's not passed out. So he's really gonna try (laughs) to
0: pull this off. Thought you were about to sneak alcohol to get better sleep. I thought (laughs) you
3: were too.
6: If you use an item.
0: I need the alcohol. Not yet. It's gonna be a 16. 16 is a success. Gert gets himself inside of the hut and finds a cozy little spot and starts to fall asleep. And you're the last one. This could be make or break for exhaustion.
1: So if I wanted to make good berries, does that do anything? Or do I need to roll anything? or? Uh, if you want to feed everybody good berries as your skill, you'll just roll a spell attack. Okay, so yeah, I'm going to make uh, a handful of good berries. And, I'll, and I'm going to say, H- here, you'll, you'll all sleep better on a full stomach.
0: All right, so give me that spell attack. 17. 17 is a success, so no exhaustion. You all find cozy areas within the Little Lemon Hut on this cliffside and find a way to rest. The five of you wake up in the Little Lemon Hut.
1: If I'm near Big Crush at all, I'll, I'll reach over to pet him. All right. You've got a, you've got a good one here, Clem. As, as I stroke the ear of Big Crush. Yeah, I know. Where, where, did, uh, where did you find him? I found him in the cave that I was found in. You were both found there together? No, I found him later. Oh,
2: interesting.
1: Yeah, we're meant to be together. How long before you went back?
3: Hmm.
2: And I stare up into the sky. Five or six.
1: <laughs> and, and I'll <laughs> just kind of, I'll look down and like shake my head.
4: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what day is
1: it? Oh. I think it's, I think it's today.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the next day. I thought so. It's definitely not Tuesday. Oh, that would be two days ago.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm catching
5: on. <laughs> I'm going to uh, set out a, a lot of like incense and candles and stuff, like in my little corner of the, of the hut, getting ready to cast a ritual. <laughs> and I'm going to uh, say, uh, oh, Clem, come, come over
7: here. Okay, Uncle Ufgar. Sit, sit down in this circle hmm. hold my hands.
2: Clap down and hold his hands. I bow your head. I bow.
7: Dearest Annette, it is early and we're on a treacherous journey with this human man that I still don't know if I should trust or not. I need a sign. Should I trust him and follow him and, and fight what I always thought were your children? Or should I feed him to them? Give me any sign.
5: I'm not actually casting a spell. I'm just gonna. Uh, I'm just going to uh, listen.
6: Wyla uses her telepathy, <laughs> and in a different voice. Who can trust him.
3: <laughs> Give me
0: a deception check with that, Wyla, and uh, an insight check for you, Ufgar.
2: Are you saying that to just him or both of us? Just to, um,
6: Ufgar. So 14. 27.
5: Mm. <laughs> oh,
7: why not get out of my head, <laughs>
5: you're messing everything up. And I'm going to sit there and I'm going to listen. And I'm going to hear Finch's stomach growl. And I'm going to look up and I'm going to say,
7: oh, my boy, she's spoken. We can trust him. <laughs> we can trust him. And I said we can trust him. We can trust him. Whoa. Did you not hear the sign? Uh, yeah, I heard it.
2: <laughs> I had to just look around wide eyed. Yeah, I heard Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, I heard the sign. You're my brother again. <laughs> oh my God. Wyla rolls her eyes
6: and starts to um, crush some some coffee beans to make some bean juice. Yes, bean
2: broth. Bean, bean broth. <laughs> broth, that's what that's it, is. it is, yeah. I knew you were always one of us. I say, Yes, we're family. Yeah, we're
7: family. Yeah, I guess I won't kill you.
3: Uh, well, After all.
7: It, it, that means a lot, car, Thank you. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we were, we were going to take you up to the temple and then we were going to kill
2: you. Yeah, we didn't want to tell you, but... Well, we, Who else you wouldn't go with us, you know?
4: We weren't going to do anything.
1: Well, we were we, going to think about it when we, we got there. We are all together. That's what matters. Yeah.
6: yeah. <laughs> I'll hand everybody a cup and say, all right, let's... Get ready to venture back out there.
4: Aye, aye, aye. I'm gonna take a sip of it and immediately spit it out. What is this? <laughs> it's bean broth, Uncle Gert. There's no. Never mind.
1: i want to catch Gert's eyes and give him like a nod of like I'm I'm proud of you, like approval. Like <laughs> I know he's fighting an inner fight over there, <laughs> based on just how I met him. <laughs>
4: Your boy is suffering, dude.
0: So the five of you get back on the trek heading towards the town of Lorthok. eventually it comes into view down in the caldera of a mountain you can see the remnants of this mining town and once you get inside and follow the road you walk up a path that eventually leads into this larger town square that's elevated in the town this town square has seen age the stone buildings have crumbled The ground is unkempt and rough from years of melting snow causing broken soil and erosion. The next thing you notice in this town square is kind of shocking. Large skeletons torn apart as if it was a feeding ground. The bones have all been pushed to the side near the buildings and partially block the path you are walking. Some of the bones are as wide as your own abdomen's. Across the square is the entrance to a large temple made of dark iron. Its purple sheen glares in the midday sun. Finch, for you, this reminds you of the Temple of Hanet and Dualwood, the place where you first found the green orb. In the center of the square, the ground seems to be sunken in. You can't see what is in this organically round ditch from where you stand. I may just slowly approach that way, like I don't know, take the lead and just, so go to the ditch just start going that way. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else making moves? It's a pretty large town square.
2: Okay, just for clarification, we're in the town square. We see the bones scattered everywhere.
0: Yeah, you're at the entrance of this town square, mm-hmm. and, like, there are large bones scattered along the perimeter of it, kind of, like, pushed up against the buildings. And this ditch
2: is in, like, the middle of the town square? The ditch square. is in, like, the very middle. And then in on the other side of the square, we see the temple? Yes. Okay. Oh, that's a big hole. What's in it? And I'll uh, approach with
0: Finch. Okay, and the three of you?
5: I'll, uh, I'll go over to just one of the piles of bones. I wonder what did this.
0: Oh, you can give me a nature check with that if you'd like. Crit. All right. And before I give this description, Wyla and Gert, is there anything going on with you two?
4: Gert is looking kind of past the ditch into where the town square is, and he's just looking around like this is this is where the reception was. Oh, and he's just gonna pull a flask uh, out of his pocket and just start like <laughs> unscrewing the top.
0: Okay. Does Wyla notice this? You're probably still standing next to him as uh, you haven't made a decision of where you're going. Are you being sneaky about the flask? No. Okay, so then, yeah, you probably see it.
6: Dart. I know you're in a bad way, but you
4: don't need that. You have no idea how much I need this. And just down the whole thing.
0: <laughs> uh, so with Finch and little Clem approaching the ditch in the center of the town square... And Ufgar, you've kind of walked to the side of the perimeter looking at these bones. You immediately realize what these bones are. They're whales.
7: Oh, this, this can't be right. These are These are giant fish bones.
0: And you hear that from the center of the town square as you get to this ditch in the center. And... Looking down into this ditch, you see broken branches and boulders and almost full-size splintered and cracked trees. In the center of this nest, you see seven very large eggs. This is when a large shadow is cast on all of you. You each look to the sky as you hear a screeching call. A gargantuan bird hovers overhead. She dive bombs to protect her nest. Give me initiatives. first up is gert gert you look overhead and 120 feet above you is a large bird you can't really tell the size from this distance and it's in the sky so you the 120 foot's also probably a little rough to perceive because you would see a bird and you'd think it's a little small but this is bigger much bigger in some sense what would you like to do for your turn so the first thing gert is going to do
4: is throw his flask over his, his now empty flask over his shoulder, pull out his sword and shield, and just yell, it's Gurt
3: time!
4: And uh, is he close enough to attack yet?
0: It's 120 feet away, so it's, I don't know what you can do with that. It's
4: not within melee range. That's true. Um, He's just gonna start charging towards the bird
0: all right so are you like charging towards the center of the town square to be more accessible to it because you can't really get the, the birds literally vertical above you yeah but Gert is it's stupid okay
1: just <laughs> running in circles come on
0: so are you just running into the town square more yes so you've run out deeper into the town square, and that's your movement.
4: Already an attack. Okay. Come at me!
0: And so is the trigger if it just comes in range? Yes. Okay. And after Gert, we move on to Little Clem.
4: Oh,
2: that's a big bird. You said it's 120 feet above us? Yes. In that case, I'm going to I'm going retreat. Okay. Uh, back towards everybody else in that general area. Okay. And I have, uh, since I'm mounted, I have 40 feet of movement. And then I am also going to ready an action. Okay. I would like to, whenever the, uh, the bird, giant bird, gets in range of me, which will be 60 feet, I'm going to cast Command.
0: Okay. And after little Clem, we move on to the rock.
4: Holy shit, the rock's here. <laughs> <laughs> the Brahma-boo. <laughs> yeah.
0: The people's champion. <laughs> and as the rock dive bombs... It dive bombs towards you, Gert. As it should. Which will become in range.
2: Cool, yeah. uh, Once he's within 60 feet of me, I'm going to cast uh, Command and say, Land. (laughs) (laughs) In an attempt to just have him land directly in front of me.
0: Does she do a save?
2: Uh, Yes, it will be a wisdom save, DC 17.
0: It's got a plus zero wisdom that I rolled an 18. Mm -hmm. Ooh.
2: Land, land, (laughs) land, land. Lay.
1: This usually works. Uh oh. We got some made out of duct tape coming. <laughs> we better. Dick bird, Aww. dick bird. Oh, yeah. oh, fuck, <laughs> Doesn't look like a sex toy this time. <laughs> I don't want to speak for yourself. <laughs>
6: dick bird, dick bird.
0: This gargantuan bird that takes up four squares on the battle map just on its body, but it's two hundred foot wingspan lands. come in with a talent attack against you gert it's a 20 to hit that's a hit this will be for 20 slashing damage you are now grappled
4: so um gert is a he's he's not as drunk as he was at the tavern but he is drunk enough to want to fight a bird the (laughs) bird landing in front of him is his first time realizing just how large this bird is So he's just kind (laughs) of taken aback by that. He's still going to try to attack, though.
0: All right. So give me the attack for that ready action.
2: So is he, like, in the talons at this point? Yeah. He's, like,
0: grappled by the claw. That's going to be a 10. 10 is a miss. So this is with what weapon? A sword, a sword? No, short sword. So you take your sword and you just can't maneuver your short little dwarf arms around these giant talons, and you can't get a good slash or poke in. You just kind of cling off the uh, skin of this rock's talon.
4: I'm coming home to you, Martha.
0: And because that was your ready to action for whenever he gets in range or whenever she gets in range, uh, she does a beak attack against you for a oh my god thirty one. Miss what? <laughs> <laughs> Of course that's (laughs) it. For 24 extra damage, piercing damage.
2: All right. uh, Upon that happening, uh, Little Clem is going to be using his reaction. Okay. Uh, For Channel Divinity, Rebuke the Violent. Immediately after an attacker within 30 feet of me deals damage with an attack against the creature other than me, I can use my reaction to force the attacker to make a DC 17 wisdom save. On a fail, that creature takes radiant damage equal to the damage it just dealt. And on a success, it takes half
0: critical miss. Nice, dude. So I'll say you double the damage.
2: Fuck yeah. So it, and then it takes 48 radiant damage.
0: Okay. So you're going to roll the 48?
2: No, it takes damage equal to what it just did. Oh,
0: gotcha.
2: So it will take 48. Damn, little clown.
1: For real. (laughs) Get off
2: of my uncle.
4: (laughs) All right. Fucking Gohan over here.
0: (laughs) A burst of radiant energy comes from you and Hits the rock in the belly on its underbelly. Big Crush just opens his mouth,
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you, you, his eyes go white, and you just see a
3: okay, beam. Yeah. Sure, Big Crush is where all your <laughs> energy goes. <from. laughs>
4: <laughs> the image in my head. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: And
0: after the rock, we move to Finch.
1: If I were to cast speak with animals, one, would I be able to talk to this thing? And two, would I still be able to perform an action if I need to afterwards? I
0: want to say there's something about uh, them getting, like, advantage if they're in combat against you or something.
2: First of all, speak with animals is an action, so it is your action. Second of all, I don't know if this would be considered a beast.
0: It is a monstrosity. Yeah,
1: so that does not apply. Yeah, it wouldn't, it, okay. You wouldn't be able to. All right. Well, let me uh, let me go ahead and put Hunter's Mark on it. So that's happening. That, that's and then I'm going to, I guess I'm going to sharpshoot. He seems pretty big. Probably be hard to miss. Okay. 12 on the first one. 12 is a miss. 19 on the second one. 19 is a hit. The damage is
0: 33. 33 piercing magical damage from your bow. So your first shot is just a little over it as like it kind of jerks around trying to like really take hold of Gert. So the arrow just flies right over its back. But the second one flies true. You compensate and hit it right in its like back lower thigh. It impales pretty deep. And then we move on to Wyla. How far away? You are 30 feet away.
6: Okay. I am going to cast a level 4 Dissonant Whispers. You whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of your choice within range can hear, racking it with terrible pain. Target must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, it takes 3d6 psychic damage and must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far away as
0: its speed allows away from you. Okay, we use it a wisdom save?
6: Yeah. On a successful save, the target takes half as much damage and doesn't have to move away. A deafened creature automatically succeeds on the save.
0: Uh, 13? 15. It's a fail. So you said it takes three d6. Go ahead and give me the damage. Well,
2: uh, don't forget you upcasted that you said, right? Yeah. Fort level four. So three, four, five. So it'd be sixty-six total. Peace, y'all. Yep. I guess you forgot he was. He had uh, Gert in his. Oh, grass. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
4: He's
6: I coming, Martha. <laughs> I haven't really been paying attention because I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do.
4: and yeah, I, I wonder what the fly
2: speed on this thing is.
6: Uh,
4: By the way, Gert is short for you since you never One of us has Featherfall, right? I thought y'all would like to know that before. Uncle
6: <laughs> That's 20 damage. Also, as a bonus action at the last minute when I remember that Gert is in <laughs> his hands or her hands, I'm going to use Bardic Inspiration.
0: Watch yourself!
5: I love it because it it fits the theme
0: of this whole. Yeah. <laughs> oh so, what's your modic inspiration? I'm
6: not going to uh, speak a string of whispers for this spell. Instead, I'm going to take out my bird pipes, <laughs> because bird, <laughs> <laughs> and play a tune.
0: All right. So uh, you cast this spell, doing the 20 damage, and you send. The rock on its way. <laughs> with, <laughs> with the bird This just plays a theme from Titanic. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's just
0: And you said it goes uh, it's, as it's far full, as it's full movement. It's full speed, movement.
2: as far away from you as, as possible.
0: <laughs> so it flies 120 feet away.
3: <laughs> 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 with Gert in its talents. No, uncle Gert! Oh. Is there anything else you want (laughs) to (laughs) turn?
6: No, she can't quite come up with something uh, philosophical to fit (laughs) what just happened.
3: So the
0: rock has flown 120 feet away.
1: (laughs) Why do we fall, (laughs) Gert? To learn how to pick ourselves back up. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Let go <laughs> <laughs> So the rock has flown 120 feet away. Uh, we'll say just, you know, away from Wila which would have just been horizontal towards the mountain, like off the mountain. And we move on to Ufgar's turn.
7: All right, guys, I guess it now's our opening. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: does,
2: it, does it keep flying away or is it going to come back? Or it just has to use its reaction to do that. So on its next turn, it, it acts normally however it wants. However, it feels necessary.
5: <laughs> so, I'm going to cast uh, Sanctuary on myself uh, for starters because I ain't getting <laughs> snatched up by a bird. Okay. I'm going to run up uh, so that I can be within 30 feet of Finch, one square short. Oh well, fuck Finch. <laughs> I'm going to cast uh, or use my feature Emboldening Bond. I choose up to four willing creatures within 30 feet of me, creating a magical bond among them for 10 minutes or until you use this feature again. While any bonded creatures within 30 feet of another, once per turn, they can roll a d4 and add it to an attack roll, an ability check, or a saving throw that they make. And Big Crush be the fourth target? Yes. Mm, Cool. Uh, Also... When a creature affected by your emboldening bond feature is about to take damage, a second bonded creature within 30 feet of the first can use its reaction to teleport to an unoccupied space within five feet of the first creature. The second creature then takes the damage instead.
0: All right. So is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? No, that's it. All right. Yes. (laughs) Girt. Yes. <laughs> you soar through the air, gripped in the talons of the rock. You look down, and you're off the mountain. You're above the darkness. What would you like to do for your turn? <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh,
4: I guess he would keep trying to attack the rock. Yeah, he's gonna just flail around with his short sword and just try to, to okay. hit some part of it.
0: So yeah, it'll be attacks with disadvantage.
4: Oh, cool. I got two 19s. It's going to be a 26 for the first
0: one. 26 is a hit.
4: And 19.
0: 19 is also a hit. So two attacks with your short sword are successful.
4: It's going to be 16 damage.
0: All right. With the short sword, you stab into the talons of this giant rock, and it calls at the pain as you basically prick it in its foot. Is there anything that you'd like to do with your bonus action or reaction? You have zero movement.
6: And you have a bardic inspiration.
4: (laughs) Okay. I'm going to use my second wind and that that gives me just a a little bit more HP. Okay. Since I've lost quite a bit. Arthur's not not ready to see me yet. (laughs) Cool, 18.
0: All right. So you heal yourself for 18 and that is all. All right.
4: I can do for the moment. (laughs) And
0: we then move on to Little Clem. 120 feet away is the rock and Gert.
2: Uh, Little Clem is just dumbfounded. (laughs) He doesn't know what to do. He's frozen in his tracks, and he's going to hold his turn.
0: And after Little Clem is the rock. And you all see from a distance as the rock kind of comes up in like a vertical stop and flaps its wings. And then you hear... Wildly screaming and echoing through the mountain ranges as Gert is released like a bullet from the talons. What? (laughs) Did you say like a bullet? Yeah. So the rock basically came to a stop and released and like threw Gert.
1: (laughs) Where did it throw him? Was this an attack? Not
3: anywhere where
1: I got a chance to save him?
4: Nope. Gert gone,
6: (laughs) Is that considered an attack? I feel attacked.
0: (laughs) I would would say it's more of a bird dropping its food.
1: (laughs) Well, throwing it, though, right?
3: Martha!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Is there something that would happen if it was an attack?
6: Uh, I just have cutting words. <laughs> <laughs> no. If he was
1: going to drop somewhere near me, I was going to try and like create a soft landing spot. But if they threw him off the cliff, there were nothing I can do. Gert's overweight. Yeah, Gert's. Gert's gone.
3: Gert is gone. Damn. If my
4: character's going to die, this was the coolest <laughs> one. <laughs> Before Gert falls, he hears in his
6: head, Sorry, Gert.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Oh, no. Well, look, Gert served his purpose. He showed y'all where the temple was.
1: And he had his last drink. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He made some damage (laughs) and he went out for Martha.
0: And then you'll see the rock basically turn on a 180 and come back towards you all. Oh, he's coming back! <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'll be real friends. You might want to make a run for it.
1: <laughs> We're family. <laughs> There's a
0: 16 hit, Wyla. Yes. 22 slashing damage, and you are now grappled and restrained. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 it's
4: happening. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the rock then tries to attack you with its beak for a 27. That's a hit. I uh, know I'm rolling. I'm already rolling. I mean, little Clem ain't giving up. There ain't no way. 21 piercing damage with the beak. And after the rock has done its attacks and movement, it then moves on to bench, but it looks like... Uh, Little Clem wants to take its turn. Little Clem is going now. (laughs) Because he is
2: furious at this bird.
7: (laughs) You can't do that to my family!
2: Uh, I'm going to use my bonus action to cast uh, Hexblade's Curse on the bird. Uh, So I choose a creature within 30 feet to curse for one minute or until it dies or if I'm incapacitated. Uh, I gain a plus four bonus to damage rolls if I score a crit on a 19 or 20. And if it dies, I get six points. Okay. And now I will use my action to attack it twice with my rapier. All right. 20 for the first attack. 20 is a hit. And I will be using uh, Divine Smite on that at first level. I forgot you were a paladin.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> a paladin warlock rogue. <laughs> yep.
2: And my second one is a 17.
0: All right. That's also a hit. So both I'm hits. I'm Divine
2: Smiting again. <laughs>
0: So, you can divine smite twice?
2: Uh, You can divine smite on any attack you make. Oh, wow. All right. I also get sneak attack because someone's within five feet of it. (laughs) This is going
4: to be a lot of damage. This rock threw the wrong drunk asshole off of (laughs) me. 32, 37 plus
2: 22. 59 points of piercing damage with two rapier attacks on this bird. So, funny story.
0: (laughs) I gave the rock a mechanic that if it reaches a a certain HP threshold, it just runs away.
3: (laughs) Oh! Cool. (laughs) That's great. I'm
0: guessing we're at it. (laughs) Little Clem has beat that threshold. (laughs) Yeah! Look, Little Clem do
2: big damage. I can't can't help it.
0: So y'all watch. (laughs) With Wyla in its claws. (laughs) Oh, fuck!
6: I forgot about that! (laughs) So would this count as an opportunity attack since it's running away with me
2: <laughs> i would get one
0: <laughs> yeah it's not leaving your reach it's leaving just a little less reach so the the rock
4: flies away starts to fly away wait no Wilo, no wait oh my god
2: we're at 16 on the opportunity attack
4: <laughs> i'm i'm
2: going to divine smite king <laughs> I'm going to second-level Divine Smite
3: this time.
0: That's going to be 25 more points of damage. Not enough. No!
3: (laughs) I tried.
0: The rock takes off as it immediately flees and flies and like hovers them above the ground and flaps its wings one big gust, and you see the rock fly quickly away with Wyla in its claw. We'll say it's 60 feet away.
1: I can work with that. Okay.
0: We'll say they're 30, 40 feet in the air as it's like flying in an angle up. So now we are on to Finch.
1: And it's in my sweet spot range, right? 60 feet away. So, yeah. I think I'm going to go no sharp shooter to make sure I make contact both times here. So the first one is a 25. And the second one is a 25. Both hit. 31 total on both shots, Dave.
0: Still not enough. It's getting close, though. The two arrows fly true and and hit the backside of this rock as it's flying away. And we move on to Wyla.
6: How high am I in the air?
0: We'll say you're 30 feet in the air, 60 feet away from the town square.
6: I'm going to cast a level five sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Because I have no idea how much HP this creature has.
0: Is it? The max HP or remaining HP? Remaining, remaining, yeah, remaining HP. (laughs) So
2: this is almost guaranteed to put him to sleep, I would say.
6: Because this is five D8 plus each additional level above second. This is
2: eleven D8.
0: All right, roll eleven D8 for me, and hope that they are not all ones. So forty damage. (laughs) All right, so the rock falls asleep in mid flight 30 feet above the mountain and you feel the talons loosen its grip on you wyla as you are released and falling
6: uh oh can i use my sleight of hand to before like i assume that he would start releasing me but before i wanted to like climb up him
0: why would you want to climb up him
6: so that i'm falling on top of him and not under him
0: When you think about doing that, you realize that it's glide, even in sleep, is going off the mountain. Okay, well then,
6: yeah, I would definitely (laughs) just let myself fall.
0: I need you to roll a d20 for me. 11 plus, you don't fall off the mountain. (laughs)
4: 50-50
0: shot that you don't Fall off the mountain.
6: Is this an ability check?
0: No. No, this is Roll. just This is <laughs> okay, just this, this is a. This bardic like,
2: inspiration this, on myself. This is a point. This, like yeah. this is like a death save. It higher than 10.
6: That's oh.
3: a
0: five. Oh. oh. Mm. Wila, you make impact with the mountainside, like just at the top where a cliff is, and you take 3d6 falling damage for the 30 feet, which will be 11 damage. Okay. I now need a dexterity save. And this you do add a d4 too, because it's a saving throw. Mm,
4: four. I got yeah. a four. Uh,
6: that's a 12. <laughs> <laughs> I got a two.
4: I tried.
0: I tried, Wyla. You lose grip as you slide across the cliffside, and you go tumbling down the mountain into the darkness. And the last thing you hear is a voice
6: in your head. <laughs> and then. That-
7: I'm sorry, Mana.
6: In all of their heads, they hear, I'm sorry, I failed you. In all
4: of their heads, they hear,
0: <laughs> And you'll also watch as the rock falls into the darkness as well and sleep. Right. <laughs> and combat is over. We still have Finch, Little Clem,
1: and Ufgar for oh, the things that are going through Little Clem's head right now. <laughs> Pretty much. I probably just don't say anything. I just keep looking back and forth at both of them. Just like with like, I-, I want like emotion on my face. Like to let them know that like I feel this. Like I'm so, this isn't what I intended. You see just
2: a sheer look of rage <laughs> fall over Little Clem's face. And he says, you, this is your fault. You destroyed my family. And he's gonna charge it, Finch. (laughs) We
5: took
4: him to the mountain and now we killed him. We have
0: to kill him now. You have 40 feet of movement speed, right? Yo, that is
4: weird. Like the two people that didn't (laughs) want to kill you
3: are gone.
7: (laughs) Yep. I misinterpreted the sign. You can't be trusted.
4: I guess give me
3: initiative.
4: (laughs) Dude, you should have made a run for it, dude.
0: So I'm going to say that the combat didn't start until after little Clem got in range of Finch. That was when initiative started, because that's whatever combat was first, wor- worth certain. Ufgar, you were first.
5: I'm going to charge towards him first and, and move uh, my full movement of 25 feet. So I'm, i make it just behind Clem. Are you
0: okay, Finch? PvP hurts, I know. <laughs>
2: I can't, I can't not do it.
5: It uh,
0: happened to Deidre last loop.
2: But I got I got two ideas. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to move
5: my full movement of 25 feet and make it just behind Clem, and then I'm going to reach out and slap him on the butt <laughs> and cast Warding Bind on him. The spell Ward's a willing creature. You touch and creates a mystic connection between you and the target until the spell ends. While the target's within 60 feet of you, it gains plus one to its AC and saving throws, and it has resistance to all damage. <laughs> Also, each time that it takes damage, you take the same amount of damage. The spell ends if you drop to zero hit points or if you and the target become separated by
2: one. Finch, feet. you better run. Little, little Clem is out for blood.
7: <laughs> Get up, Clem! I'm gonna kill him! <laughs> like he killed my family!
0: That is, is that everything on your turn? Yep. All right, we move on to Finch. Oh,
1: man, I kind of want to try something here, but I obviously don't want to die here either. I don't know. Um, so I'm going to disengage and run. All right. Disengage or dash? Well, if I were. You
0: can use your bonus action, actually.
2: You can disengage with your bonus action and dash with your action and
0: move if you want.
1: And that's probably my fastest route out of here. Yes. Yeah, I don't think I'm talking any sense to these guys. I'm, I'm getting out of here.
0: So you're doing a dash, dash, or a disengage dash?
1: Uh, let's fucking dash, dash. It's all about distance, I think. All right,
0: go ahead and give me an opportunity to attack, little clone.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you little fucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still have a D4.
2: <laughs>
0: 17. All right, so Little Clem hits.
2: Little Clem's using his last (laughs) second level (laughs) spell slot for 29 points of damage.
1: You get back here, you home (laughs) wrecker! I thought we were family!
0: So you get to the doors of the Temple Finch, and we move on to Little Clem's turn. Running him down.
1: (laughs) How did he get so
0: close? Because I'm on a dog.
1: Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Dog. <laughs> and you know what? Oh
3: my God!
0: That's your dash for your action? Yeah, but I'm also a rogue.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, how does mounted combat work?
2: His movement speed becomes mine. Just that's. Well, just no, how it is. I guess no. I would have to. Let me double check. Cause I may have to dismount if I want to continue
1: moving.
4: Who would have thought that when we first met, little Clem? Clint... In this, that he was going to become your greatest adversary.
1: <laughs> I really thought that I was like, I was, I was like, I'm going to protect and die for Clem if it comes down to it. And here I am, about to die from Clem. If I were to dash, I would have to dismount Okay.
2: with my bonus action. So,
0: is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn?
2: Uh, no. I'm just going to keep trying to, to make ground on Finch.
0: Okay. That leads us to Ufgar. Uh, Ufgar, Finch is currently 95 feet away from you. And little Clem is. 85 feet away from you
5: y'all look too fast <laughs> i'm going to dash behind them
0: all right so ufgar chases after and that
5: was my action with my bonus action i'm gonna cast spiritual weapon and i'm gonna summon my
0: rock smashing hammer oh no.
5: <laughs> right up at bitch's face
0: so you summon a sledgehammer in the doorway as Finch pushes the doors open of the temple.
5: Can I attack on the same thing? Mm-hmm. You can. I'm gonna hit him in the face. <laughs> That's a 24. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you ran, Finch, because
0: I, I was gonna feel you die. 13. 13 damage, Finch. Hello there. And is there anything else on your turn, there? That's it. And after Ufgar, we move on
1: to Fitch. Dash, dash.
0: All right. So as you push open the doors of this temple, you see the likes of a typical chapel. Stone pews face the opposite side of the room where an altar is up at the top of the stairs. On the back wall, about five feet off the ground, a large ornate fixture hangs on the wall. It is a forged piece of art, a metal casing depicting an eclipsed sun with an eye in the center of it. The eye is made of gold, but in the pupil of the eye, from this distance, a small blue circle is embedded inside of it.
1: My eyes widen. I see my gold.
0: It's roughly 80 feet away. I go as fast as I can. So with your 90 feet of movement with double dashing, you get across the temple and jump up and touch the blue orb.
7: Where'd it go? I don't know. It was a trick. It was a trick. I knew he was evil. Me too. How are we going to get back now? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Let's pray.
0: (laughs) Astra, Keth, Doroth, and Felomir. The four of you watch Finch approach the blue orb. He slowly reaches out his hand. Before he touches it, Astra and Felomir, as you are closest to him and can see more clearly, you watch in terror. As closer he gets to the orb, the darkness around him stretches towards him. The shadow wall twists and morphs as a hand and arm of shadow reaches out. It flicks its wrist and a dark blade manifest. And right as Finch's fingertips touch the orb, a bright white light blinds all of you. You all turn your heads away and shield your eyes with your arms. The darkness that surrounded Finch is now gone. Astro and Felomir, 200 feet away you see Finch. Not 20 feet anymore. Between you and him stand several shadow assassins in this large, wide chamber. Next to Finch is a familiar figure. A shadow tiefling you have fought twice before. Once in Gamor once in the school of planar learning. Velmir stands shocked. He also is recovering from this blinding daze. He looks at Finch, surprised, as this isn't the Finch you all once knew. Holding the blue orb, Finch, what do they see?